smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. Hey guys. <laughs> Hi, we're back. <laughs> um so you might be confused why this episode came out on a Sunday and not our usual Friday release date. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Um, no, we just decided to switch things up a little bit and try releasing on Sundays now so you have more time to enjoy our podcast on your Monday morning commute. <laughs> exactly. And if you don't finish it on Monday, then you listen to it on Tuesday. If you don't finish it on Tuesday, <laughs> you listen to it on Wednesday. Keep going. What if they don't finish it on Wednesday? Oh, well, then you got to listen to it on Thursday. But if you don't listen to it on Thursday, then you got to listen on Friday. And Steph, I, where do you, then when do you listen if you don't listen Friday? <sighs> Just listen on Monday or Sunday. Or Saturday, too. Yeah, literally anytime you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and then re-listen to every single episode and then rate us and like us and love us. And please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. Follow us on our LinkedIn, Venmo. <laughs> yes, Venmo us each $50. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't give us all your money because we don't want to sound money hungry. But at the same time, if everyone donated like a dollar, we'd be fine. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. But one day, we're, like, trying to make this our goal to, like, actually get this podcast to become, like, a legitimate, like, business. Business. So, like, give us your money. Jinx, you owe me a soda. You owe me a pop. Soda pop. Soda Soda pop. pop. Do you know that Britney Spears song? Um, I thought it was in sync, but it's Britney Spears. Yeah, there's a Britney... Okay, so everyone listening, go to, like, wherever you listen to your music, whether that's... Apple Music, Spotify. (laughs) What else is that? Uh, Tidal. Oh, I don't know that. That's Beyonce and Jay-Z streaming service. Get out of here. <laughs> they have their own streaming service. <laughs> they would. Well, especially when they're the head of the Illuminati. You know? Illuminati. <laughs> I forgot why I started talking about that in the um, first Britney place. Spears. Britney Spears. She has this song called Soda Pop. And th- if you want to hear the true Britney Spears, like her vocals that she actually had at one point, listen to that song. You'll be like, that's Britney Spears. Is she actually good? can sing. She's very soulful. She's like, you know, like, get me down Can we talk about there. Britney Spears' Instagram? <laughs> I don't follow her on Instagram, I don't think. <laughs> oh, boy. You need to do that when we're done recording. We're going to sit here and we're going to look at Britney Spears' Instagram videos. She's off her rocker. Ooh. She has lost her damn mind. And it's, like, sad, but it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And anybody that knows, knows. Oh, if you know. If you know, you, you know. know. Um, so before we recorded today, I showed Taylor the video of Michael, Michael Jackson climbing the tree. Um, and if you haven't watched that, just what did you know? We'll, we'll share it on our socials. (laughs) Okay. We'll, we'll post that link. (laughs) I just want everyone to be able to see this at some point in their life. He calls it his giving tree. He's like dressed in all black, long clothing. He's got a black umbrella, and then he takes the interviewer to his giving tree. And it's a beautiful tree. <laughs> it's a beautiful tree. I would climb the fuck out of that tree <laughs> <laughs> and write all my best songs. Namaste, namaste, namakusa. Namaste, namaste, namakusa. Guys, we have way too much fun. Like, we have so much fun when we're actually doing this, like, recording the podcast, but the build-up to the record is <laughs> the best. It is so much fun. And we're thinking, like, one day when we have our Patreon, 
you'll be able to like get access, you know, if you're like a member, like if you subscribe to us, <laughs> if you pay us money, dollar, dollar bills, yeah. <laughs> then you can get to see the behind the scenes setup because we're fucking funny. We're like comedians, <laughs> like hire us for your next event. Yeah. I'll probably have a panic attack and then start talking about all my traumas. Yeah. And Make everyone so funny. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> pain turned around is comedy. All know? the best comedians are dep- as depressed as we are. Oh, definitely. All the best YouTubers, too, are all depressed people. <laughs> the best people are the depressed ones. <laughs> that has a certain ring to it. It really does. The best are the depressed. They're the best around. See this? Okay. So today, what are we talking about? Ooh, girl, what's your sign? <laughs> I'm a Virgo HBO. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> and I am a Gemini. Oh. <laughs> hint, hint for talking about astrology. So if you don't know your zodiac sign, we will be going through those like very briefly. Very but briefly, yeah. we definitely want to do like a second episode to this episode about like going even even deeper about because astrology, holy shit, guys! Holy shiitake mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. I love it. I can't. I can't control things that come out of my mouth sometimes. I can't control the things that go into my mouth sometimes. I wasn't meaning. I wasn't meaning dicks. What? I meant like food. Fuck food. I like. Why food. did my mind immediately go to dicks? My mind immediately went to dicks Put too. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> Put it in my butt. Just kidding. <laughs> so we're talking astrology. We. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm back. So if you didn't know. There's 12 zodiac signs. 12. There's 12 of them. And you would think it would be like every month of the year. Like, <laughs> get, you know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm no, I curious. know. Because for a moment like, oh, I was like, born, yeah. <laughs> if you're born in January, you're this. If you're born. But no, it's not. No, it's, it's like the arc of the sun. Or the the sun, yeah. Yeah, it's like when the sun was right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's why they're like different. They go, they span through different months. Yeah, it's not like each month is assigned a zodiac because that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not like the first to the end of the month. Yeah, it's normally kind of like I feel Middle. like it's really like the twentieth to the twentieth. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. So there's twelve signs, and each sign has its own strengths and weaknesses. You know, just like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Some are better than others. I um, have no weaknesses. <laughs> all of my weaknesses are just my strengths. <laughs> I'm, have you ever had a, like a had an interview like a job interview and of course they ask you like what are your strengths what are your weaknesses I'd always be like well my weakness is that I'm just so kind I'm just such a nice person <laughs> my weakness is that I care too much <laughs> I just care so much <laughs> uh, so they have their own strengths their own weaknesses and they have their own specific traits desires and attitude towards life and people and you can tell that mine is, get the fuck away from me. No, <laughs> Same though. By analyzing the projection of the position of the planets and the sun and the moon on the ec- ecliptic at the moment of birth, astrology can give us a glimpse of the person's basic characteristics, preferences, flaws, and fears. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> now I'm just going to go through each sign. I'm not going to go through the dates because I'm assuming that everybody knows their... Sign. If you don't, simple Google search will tell you. Google it. But I'm assuming you all know your sun signs, which is the main sign. Um, 
So an Aries, um, their symbol, yeah, you call it a symbol. Their symbol is a ram, and their spiritual goal is to learn the meaning of selfless love. Um, a Taurus is a bull, and their spiritual goal is to learn the value of insight. Gemini, mm. and twins is your symbol. Uh, you learn your spiritual goal is to learn how to cooperate. <laughs> because like true yeah um a cancer is a crab and their spiritual goal is to learn how to take a balanced view of things a leo is a lion uh spiritual goal is to learn the true meaning of love oh oh here's me (laughs) virgo their signs of or their a virgin virgin. like a virgin um spiritual goal is to learn to discriminate between destructive criticism and simple wisdom. True. <laughs> Libra is the scales, like the balancing scales. Spiritual goal is to learn the meaning of selfless love. Uh, same as Aries. As, and so is Scorpio, actually. So Scorpio is the scorpion. Um, and again, their spiritual goal is also to learn the meaning of selfless love. I don't know why some of them overlap. Um, this I got these all out of this book that I got from Half Price Books. <laughs> um, but it's like a very... It goes into a lot of details about the signs, but for the spiritual goals, some of them are the same, and I don't know why. But Sagittarius is the archer, um, and their spiritual goal is to learn to use their talents to guide others. Mm. I know, I like that one. Capricorn is the goat, and their spiritual goal is to learn to understand feelings and needs of other people. Aquarius is... (laughs) Max. Max. (laughs) The water carrier. Their spiritual goal is to learn how to develop true self-confidence. And then Pisces is the fishes. And theirs is to learn the meaning of peace through service to others. Oh, that's really nice. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how some of them are similar, but then there's some that are very unique and different. Right. Yeah. I like that too. And something that I... I when, I, when we were doing the research for this, a video that I watched on YouTube from the Try Guys, check it out. They rate the Zodiac signs from, like, best to worst or whatever. It's it's a really good episode. What's their best one? Uh, well, it's all coming from Eugene's, like... Eugene! U- Eugene! <laughs> uh, it's all coming from, like, his perspective of, like, his ranking. Because it's, like, the rank king. So he, his thing is, like, oh. I rank, like, I win, you, I'm right, you're wrong, shut up. That's like Taurus. No, I want to <laughs> say that he—he's a Capricorn, I think. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I dated one of those before. A Capricorn. Yeah. A Capricorn. A Capricorn. That's an Earth sign. Not does not mix well with an Air sign. At least myself. That's what I've learned. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They just hold me down too much when I'm like, I want to float out in the sky, baby. <laughs> let me, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Oh, but so the whole point that I brought that up was they were saying that, like, it's almost like a lifespan. So we start at Aries, and then we end up at Pisces. Right. And Aries is kind of like a newborn baby. Like, that's kind of like their characteristics. Very fresh. It's very new. Taurus, you get a little stubborn, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like a toddler, where it's all about me, me, me. Oh, that's funny. And then you come into the Gemini, who is like... Adolescent. Adolescent. Like, run, 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 run. Like, go, 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 go. Exactly. And very, like, nervous, duality, like, constantly changing your mind, constantly changing. And then it goes through, and then once you get to, like, Capricorn's kind of like an older, like, I would say maybe when you're in your 
like 50s or 60s maybe interesting and then you get into Aquarius which is like I want to say they said because Aquarius and again we're gonna kind of go through all of them but Aquarius are almost like they always say like they're aliens right like they're just very not of this earth very different and so that's when you kind of get to um like the end of your life is you're kind of, you're this wise beyond your years and you've seen things and you, you're kind of seeing past this three dimension and like you're seeing the other dimensions in the other realm. Right. Because okay. you're on your deathbed. And then Pisces is like that like rebirth. Like all knowing, like connected back to source. This like is after like you die. reminding me of like reincarnation. Yeah. Like so you start your first life. Like if, I don't know a lot about like Buddhism and reincarnation, but like if every soul was assigned like 12 lives. For instance, oh, isn't that nuts? Like, yeah. Then you're born into a different sign each time. Yeah. So like, you, we would both, our souls would both be years younger than mine. But yeah. And that's what. Oh, and they said the Virgo is when you have like that would be like your stage of having kids. You're very orderly. You're trying to get like your household <laughs> together, and you're like, no, don't do that. We're gonna do it this way, and like organize. And get your shit together, get people. Get your shit together, but for <clears throat> real, <clears throat> for real, for real, for real, for real, for <clears> real. <throat> that well, was interesting. Thanks for right? sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. I, like I hope it made sense. It does. Yeah. And if it doesn't, watch that Try Guys video. And then, like, look at the signs from, like, Aries is where it starts, and then Pisces is the final uh, cycle. Yeah. Is that how you say, refer to them? Yeah. Um, if you don't know where your sign falls, just look at the, from the beginning to the end. And then you be the judge and tell us if you think that. No one ever tell. we, we are always like, tell us what you think, and no yeah. one ever fucking does. Can you just interact <laughs> with us for a little bit, people? <laughs> I mean, we appreciate all the likes and the comments and... But send us messages, too. Yeah. Like, respond to what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that way, we can actually be like, on this next episode, like, the last one, this part, like... <laughs> we need validation. Validate us. Validate us. Validate us. <laughs> um, so you're going to get into some qualities and... Yes. So, well, we have the... We're going to do the elements, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So each of the 12 horoscope signs belongs to one of the four elements, like air, fire, water, and earth. You know, because we're all, we're just made up of, we're stardust, baby. We're stardust, baby. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. These, oh, Big Bang Theory. Is that, oh. Big Bang. Oh, gotcha. We all come from. I was Big thinking, Bang. I thought you meant the TV show. I was like, that's not from the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that show. <laughs> uh, these elements represent an essential type of energy that acts in each of us. And astrology aims to help us focus these energies on the positive aspects and to gain a better understanding of our potential and our positive traits and deal with negative ones. Awesome. You know, because just like anything with life, there's a balance. You have positive aspects, some negative aspects. Right. But, you know, like they said, focus on the positive ones. And try to. Try. Hard, harder, easier said than done. Exactly. But try, try, try. And these four elements help describe the unique personality types associated with the signs. And the four elements exhibit profound influence on basic character traits, emotions, behavior, and thinking. And so we'll start with the water signs. So water signs are exceptionally emotional and ultra-sensitive. They're highly intuitive and they can be as mysterious as the ocean itself. Water signs love profound conversations and intimacy, and they rarely do anything openly and are always there to support their loved ones. And these signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Okay. And then that brings us into our fire signs, which tend to be passionate, dynamic, and temperamental. 
They get angry quickly, but they also forgive easily. So we were talking about this the other day. It's like you have the fire. Yeah. And then they already have their fire. They already have their flame. So if anything upsets them, it's gasoline dumped on a fire. So then it kind of like, it goes big. Yeah. But then it settles back down. Where some of the other signs might be, like, they might get flamed on, but then they might stay there. Where a fire sign, they flame, but then they settle back down. I wonder if, like, we're going to do an episode on, like, compatibility, and we're not going to get into that now. But, like, I wonder if fire and water are compatible because of that. Interesting. Ooh, that's really interesting. Right? And, like, I was saying, like, earth and air. Yeah. Ooh. And then it goes into the qualities, too, which we'll get into, because then that'll <laughs> be different, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Ooh. I hope that you guys are excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're jumping for joy. Jump, jump. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But the fire signs, they're very, they're adventurers with immense energy, and they're physically very strong. They're a source of inspiration for others. They're very intelligent, self-aware, creative, and idealistic people, and they're always ready for action. Ooh. And these signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Okay. Which then brings us into Earth signs, which are very grounded, and these are the ones that like literally bring us down to Earth. And you're an Earth sign, right? I'm an Earth sign. You are. Which you do, you ground me, especially with this podcast, you ground me so well, because you know I'll just take off in a tornado. <laughs> and I'll be like, bye! Because you're the air sign. I am. <laughs> so, earth signs, they're mostly conservative, but they're very realistic. But they also can be very emotional. Oh, yeah. They're very connected to our material reality and can be turned to material goods, which I've heard a lot about, like, Tauruses. They can be very materialistic. Well, that makes sense why that's my rising sign. Mm, interesting. So I'm all Earth then. You're all you're all Earth, baby. Yeah, <gasps> that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? <laughs> what is this? I'm sorry. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, Earth signs can they are very practical, loyal, stable, and they stick by their people through hard times. And these signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. <laughs> And then we get into my sign, the air sign. You crazy little girl. (laughs) Very true. We are very rational, social, and we love communication, hence why we have a podcast. (laughs) And we love relationships with other people. We're thinkers, we're friendly, we're intellectual, we're communicative and analytical. We love philosophical discussions, which is so true. That's yeah, all I do. fucking love doing. Yeah. I'm like, tell me about your traumas and let's talk about what are your fears in life. <laughs> and like the like, fact that you're so into conspiracy theories and like well research them and watch a bunch of YouTube videos and then like love to talk about it. Yes. I'm yeah. like, hey, did you hear about Operation Paperclip? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a disclosure. <laughs> but I also love talking about like karma, reincarnation. Like what oh, do you yeah. think happens after life? Is there a God? Like is the Earth flat? Like the theme of our podcast is the Earth flat. People at work will not let that go. Hey, Baracko's friends. <laughs> I don't really think the Earth is flat. Oh no, she does. Okay. <laughs> Birds are drones. But- continue 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 okay so we love those philosophical discussions social gatherings and good books we enjoy giving advice but we can also be very superficial which is very true (laughs) um so these signs are gemini libra and aquarius oh so you uh taylor's boyfriend's an aquarius yes so air signs must be compatible right but now this brings us into the qualities so 
because you have a couple of so within the elements like earth air fire and water you have a couple of the signs right right but so they might like well there's three for each three for each yes so because three times four is twelve Math. I did that without a calculator. What are numbers? (laughs) (laughs) But, so now you have three qualities within the elements. And these qualities are called, which, I don't know, this this isn't really talked about as much as, like, rising, moon, sun signs, or just the characteristics and whatever. Right. Or some people will be like, oh, I'm totally an air sign, or like, I'm a fire sign. Yes. But now we get into the qualities of those elements. So there's cardinal fixed, and mutable. Um, Okay, so we'll start with cardinal. The word itself speaks of a quality that rules all others. Maybe this would be a bit of an overstatement since all qualities have their important role in the entire system, but this is definitely the quality that leads the way and stands first, open for the new and unexplored. The cardinal quality represents all new beginnings and the energy of things that are just starting. Each sign of this quality has the ability to make a sharp turn and change their life and the life of others. If you look around you, it will become clear that everyone you know born only under one of these sun signs had or wants to have the opportunity for deep change of direction and focus in life. Interesting. Now, signs of the cardinal modality are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Each of them represents a beginning of one season, and this makes them innovative and new. Ooh. Ooh. See, this is so interesting, because like you were saying, like, even, like, the sun, moon, and rising signs are becoming more prevalent, but, like, you don't hear a lot about the fixed, mutable, and cardinal signs. No. Not so it's so all. interesting to learn about them. Mm-hmm. And how they each separate from the, what is it, the elements? Yeah. I'm not word what's going on in my head right now. <laughs> I got you, girl. Half the time, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, Mueller. And then, so we just did cardinal, so that brings us to the second quality, and that's fixed. So, right after something has begun with a bang, a sign of fixed quality comes to calm the situation, and last we're, and last we're found. Each season has a middle period when it is clearly defined, and it is understood what can be expected from it. This, quali- this is a quality that finds it hard to make changes and people with a sun, with the sun or a personal planet in the sign of this quality will usually be confidently set in their ways. Fixed signs are Taurus, uh, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Oh. Right? So that, isn't that interesting? So Taurus makes, I know a lot about Tauruses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most people do. They're like, stay away from the Taurus, man. <laughs> Oh, but if you are interested in a Taurus man, feed him food, cook him food. That's the way to his heart. <laughs> yeah. Besides, like, give him, you know, suck on that, what? Suck on his toes? <coughs> suck on that ass. Okie-dokie, <laughs> oh. artichokey. But you know how they were saying fixed? Like, literally the word fixed, you think of, it's fixed in time and space. Right. It's not moving, it's stubborn. Right. And Taurus is, oh it's my god. Ball. There's... They're symbols of ball. Yes. Like, get the fuck out of my way. And then, then the Leo's the lion. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, wait, wait. Uh, Leo's fixed. Right? Leo's fixed. Yeah. And Scorpio's Leo's- a scorpion. 
Mm-hmm. This makes sense. Everything's making everything's making sense, and I'm woke. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is just. <laughs> <laughs> and now this brings us to the last us, quality. Us, 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 us. I was like, I have to burp, but it was silent. One of <laughs> us. One of us. No, there we go. Evil gobble, evil gobble. One of us. <laughs> So, the last and the best quality, <laughs> if I do say so myself, if I do say so, see, this is what happens. <laughs> Keep going. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I was trying to figure out what song you were saying. Beyonce. Ooh. I think. <laughs> oh. Oh. Do say so. so ASMR. Oh, it's J- Jay-Z. If I do say... I do think I'm the shit if I do say so myself. Yeah, it's Jay-Z. Oh, okay. Now that that's figured out... <laughs> So we got the mutable quality. This is the quality of all signs that have already had enough and need change. Yes. Hello. Does that not This is all of our conversations. Every single one. (laughs) That's crazy. I've had enough. I'm done. I'm up to here. (laughs) I need change. Yeet, yeet, yeet. Yeet myself off Off that cliff. Oh, so the mutable qualities, they all look forward to the new season, whatever it is, and they are already a mix of the old with the new. We can't say that they represent the end of something, but rather a combination of an end with a new beginning. Because really, there are no, like, just truly ends. Yeah. It just goes into something else. Exactly. Uh, but so they're intertwined. And this quality of constant changes and the unexpected and something that brings messages of the future and what is yet to come... All of the signs with this quality have the ability to sense things before they arrive, which is so fucking true. Yeah. My intuition is, like, so on point. Right. Like, I know when people are lying to me and you don't even have to speak to me. Exactly. Like, oh. You just send me a text message and I, I know what's up. Girl, I could just fucking <laughs> look at somebody and I'll be like, oh, I know everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> so watch out. Watch the fuck out. Um, I think that's why I love people watching. Oh, I could watch people all day. People watching. All day. All day. All day. day. That's why I like bartending. It's every day, bro. Every day, bruh. <laughs> every day, bruh. <laughs> uh, so we're pretty into- intuitive. Yes, we are. And many of the uh, many of us are gifted individuals that foretell our future. Have these areas of the zodiac ascended. And the mutable signs are obviously Gemini, Virgo, but then Sagittarius and Pisces. Just keep swimming. Just keep, keep swimming, swimming, swimming. So if you think about it, Gemini. Okay, maybe not Gemini. But so like I'm thinking about what you said with Sagittarius is they have they're the archer, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking of when you pull a bow. Yeah. You're sending something forward. Right. But you also have to pull it, pull it back, back in order for it to go forward. So that's what they were saying. Like, it's the end going into a new beginning. And the the Sagittarius was that quality of, like, being able to help guide others. Yeah. And then the Pisces, if you think about, like, if this makes sense, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of talking out my ass right now, which is normally all the time. But <laughs> Pisces, they're fish. And fish just go with the flow. Like, li- they're just in water. They can go up, down, they sideways. Whatever, yeah. They can just go. Yeah. If that, then, does like, any of that make sense? Well, yours is the twins. We're the twins, and we're constantly fighting. <laughs> A lot of people like to say... That we're fucking crazy. And that might be true. I don't know. I think, again, I think I said this on one of the first episodes. I was like, it's all my trauma that made me crazy. But Gemini... It's also you have, like, the good and the bad angel on your shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. It's constant duality. It's, oh, I want to do this. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah. Oh, I... Yes, no. Hot, cold. 
Yay, nay. Because okay. you're hot, then you're cold. Again, this is what happens to us. I think Katy Perry wrote that song about a Gemini. I'm just making that up. Oh. I'm talking on my ass. Because I was like, oh my God, was it Taylor Swift? But then she's not. She's a Sagittarius. They were friends then. She is a Sagittarius. She's really. leading us in the fu- into the future. She's a shit. Mom? <laughs> Mom? Hello? Mom? Hello? <laughs> is it me you're looking, looking for? Okay, so... My turn to talk again. It's your turn. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. Shut the fuck. Oh, that's a bad word. Bad word. Shut the frick up. Shut the frick up. So we were talking about sun, moon, and rising signs. Um, which a lot of people don't know that either. Right. Which I just learned about because of the CoStar app. Oh, yeah. I wanted to plug that. Not that we get any reimbursement or anything from the CoStar <laughs> we're app. We're not. This is not hashtag not spons. <laughs> hashtag we're just fans. Um, one of my friends told me about this app called CoStar. I highly recommend you all check it out, but you're going to need your birthday, uh, the time of your birth and the place of your birth so that you have like the right time zone and everything's all figured out for you. Um, but it's very cool. You can, it's like a social media site, so you can become friends with other people that have it. And then you can see their sun, moon, rising signs, their whole chart. You can read through it and understand their personality more and then see, how their chart is um, compatible to yours and vice versa. Especially if you're snooking for some love and you're like, am I compatible? Oh, I know. Go on that app, stuff. <laughs> we should create a dating app that's Zodiac dating app. I wonder if there is one. Oh, don't steal our idea. Oh, yeah. wheel, 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 wheel. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Multi-million dollar idea. <laughs> now someone with the <laughs> capabilities of making it is going to make that app. And we're going to be like, gosh darn it. <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to make it. Golly gee whiz. Oh, golly gee willikers. Okay. <laughs> so three main signs that give you a very basic overview of your true self. Um, sun, moon, and rising signs are a combination. Oh, that, <laughs> I said that sentence wrong. <laughs> What are words? Um, Each rules over different parts of your personality and your overall self. So we're going to start with the sun sign, which is what everybody is most familiar with. Like when I refer to myself as a Virgo, Taylor refers to herself as a Gemini. That's your sun sign. So that's the center. The sun is the center of the solar system. So naturally, it has a significant place in astrology. (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm like, no, the earth is the center of the fucking... Why are you... Are you I'm serious? sorry, I can't. I can't stop. What's wrong? Do you really on? think the earth? No. Oh, flatter. <laughs> I was like, who taught you that? <laughs> what school did you go to? What school did you, did you go from? Obviously, I'm very religious. Flatter society. <laughs> I was brought up by the flatter society. Earth is the center of the solar system. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna stop. I had to know why you were laughing while I was. Talking. It's the Virgo in me. <laughs> the Gemini in me. <laughs> I'm like, ha! Ah! <laughs> so the sun is the center of the solar system. Uh, many people only know their sun sign. Most horoscopes are based on your sun signs. All you need to figure that out is the month and the date of your birth. Um, it represents the center of you, the very core of who you are. And it describes the basic nature and personality traits that remain constant through your ups and downs of your life. Now we're going to get into the moon sign, which I find is the most interesting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's your true self because it's when you're alone. So the moon is the closest celestial, (laughs) celestial, is that, am I saying that Celestial, yeah. Celestial. Celestial? (laughs) Celestial. Yes. (laughs) 
I will put my hair in my mouth. <laughs> Celestial. <laughs> Celestial object to earth. It rules over the nighttime and all things that hide there. It's like, that makes it sound so ominous and spooky, and I, I really like it. I know, because I'm like, me. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> um, relates to your private and emotional self beneath the surface parts of your personality. Um, for this, you need your full birthday, the year, the time, and the time zone. Um, the moon is linked to your emotions. It gives insight into your inner world, revealing what you need to feel safe, happy, and comfortable. The more shadowy parts of your personality, the sides people closest to you get to see, which is why I think this is your true self. Because, yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to talk about rising signs, but we'll we'll get there. Um, can come out if you're in highly stressful situations. Think of the moon as your inner self, your emotional vul- vulnerable and more private side of your personality that likes to feel comfortable and safe before it steps out of the shadows and reveals itself to others. Mm. Um, and now we're going to get into the final part to make it's it all up. It's the final countdown. Sorry. Your rising sign. So the rising sign, the it's the very beginning of your birth chart. And from there, it determines the rest of your chart's placements. So if you get the CoStar app, it actually goes to where each planet was at the time of your birth, which is super cool. Super sick. It's super sick, bro. Um, <laughs> but there's like some planets like Pluto, um, I want to say like Mercury. I had them all written down. No, no. Oh, Pluto's not a planet. Wait, it came Pluto? back to being a planet. Yeah, now. it did. Okay. <laughs> it fucking did. <laughs> and it was a dwarf planet. I, I don't fucking know. There's Pluto's still planet. planets too. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone needs to speak up for the dwarf planets. And if it's going to be somebody, it's going to be us with this platform that we have now. Oh God. Dwarf planets are planets too. Dwarf planets matter. <laughs> All planets matter. Hashtag start the movement. Hashtag all planets this matter. matter. Uh, no, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're not going to get into that. No. Wee, wee, wee. Oops. Okay. Um, some of the planets, though, stay fixed for um, like upwards of 12 years, 30 years. So then a lot of people fall into the same planetary placements. Um, but the CoStar app goes into... Each planet, whatever, I already said that. So the rising sign is you at your first glance. Um, it's your ascendant. It rules your house of self. You're, uh, like I said, you need your exact birth time and place because these change every few hours. Um, it represents your outer self. It can affect your appearance, your attitude, and the way you come across to people. It's the mask that you wear for the world. Um, it works with the sun sign to create the self that you project to the universe, but it's the very surface of your personality. It's what you show to the world on a day-to-day basis. This is how an acquaintance might see you. Think of it like the cover of a book. So it's your very first impression. The sun sign represents a deeper core of your personality, like your ego and your values. Um, and it governs over big picture aspects of your life. While the rising sign is like a nice veil wrapped over your solid sun core. Um, It rules surface aspects of your personality, such as how you appear and how you react to things off the cuff, um, how you relate to other people, especially socially, and your overall demeanor, which is why I think it's so weird that mine's Taurus. I don't think I come off like a Taurus. Maybe I do. Maybe I I don't know. Well, I feel like that's the hard part because when we think of Taurus, we think of the more like... Like the guy. 
the guy Taurus, like yeah. an unbalanced guy Taurus. I feel like that's what we kind of think of. So then we're automatically like stubborn dick, like stubborn asshole. Right. And two, I want to make the point like the but signs th- behave differently in the different sun, moon, and rising signs. So yes. like a Taurus in the sun, in the sun um, sign is different than a Taurus in the rising sign. So, like, just hearing it off the bat, I was like, I'm not a fucking Taurus. But then reading on the CoStar app, I'm like, okay, like, I relate to what it's saying in, in that aspect yeah. of it. Um, Tauruses are very loyal people. Like a dog. Yeah, like a dog. You're like a little dog. You're a little dog. Bad dog. You're a bad dog. So, to end, to wrap it all up, the rising sign is the more superficial parts of your personality Yet, it's a key ingredient in the cosmic blend that's so uniquely you. Me. Um, yeah. So, like I said, get the CoStar app and add us. And then we can compare each other's charts. Yeah. And it'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have it too now. Again. I do. Yeah. What are I your do. sun, moon, and rising? Okay. So, well, we know that my sun is Gemini. My rising is Aquarius. Okay. Right? Okay. And then my moon is a Pisces. Interesting. I know. Which normally, because your moon is, you said that's the one where you're like alone. Alone. Think of it like in your bedroom, you're alone, you're by yourself. Now, does this play into my depression at all? (laughs) Does my depression (laughs) play into it at all? Because normally I'm, when I'm alone, I'm so different than like, when people see me out and about, I am, everyone's like, I call her bubbles or like sunshine, rainbows, butterflies and all that stuff. But when I'm just purely by myself in, like, the house or a room by myself, I'm very quiet. Yeah. I'm very, like, oh, I'm so emotional and, like, more reserved and stuff. But then I'm also, like, but I wonder, like, it's so in-depth. Like, you really have to take some time to look, like, to research and look and, like, read. Yeah. That's why that app makes it so much easier. Yeah. Because it's just, like, like, a short little condensed little bit of each side yeah but then you can obviously further go on the internet or get books or whatever and see more into it but i was going to say i think you're like the perfect blend of a gemini and aquarius on the surface yeah like that's what you project into the universe yeah definitely i'm like an innovator i'm just (laughs) (laughs) see like i agree with my mine's a virgo sun virgo moon (laughs) double virgo and um the taurus is my rising sign I agree with the two Virgo placements. I should be all Virgo placements. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll have to further research the Taurus. Because um, I just got the app the other day. So, like, I'm not fully invested in my research of the different <laughs> placements. But I don't think I'm a Taurus. Let me know if you think I'm a Taurus. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> okay, all so right. ready to take a break? Let's take a break. And we'll come back and um, <laughs> enlighten you some more. <laughs> Love Stay you. tuned. BRB, LOL. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's your girl, Taylor, here. And you know that I am just riddled with anxiety. And something that's been helping me lately is CBD oil. This stuff is amazing. It's popping up everywhere from your gym to your chiropractic office to, like, even your yoga studio. This stuff is amazing. It helps reduce inflammation and swelling, reduces pain, helps speed up recovery time, eliminates stress and anxiety, and even helps you with insomnia. And I'm loving the products over at Healed Plus. They have everything from full-spectrum oils to even hemp oil 
essentials for pets. They have edibles and topicals that help treat specific joint pain and sore muscles, and they even have a body butter. This is THC-free, so you don't have to worry about failing a drug test. Everything's going to be cool. You're going to keep your job, make that paycheck, live that life. This stuff is GMO-free and 100% organic, so you know that you're getting the good stuff. And this company works with the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and I think that that is awesome. I love that they help them out, so I love helping them out. And they're going to help you out and help you chill out. So if you head over to HealedPlus.com, you can use my code, TAY15, for 15% off of your entire order. Again, that's healedplus.com, H-E-A-L-E-D-P-L-U-S.com. And the code is TAY15, T-A-Y-1-5. Try it out, chill out, and enjoy this podcast. We're back. We're back. <laughs> At first okay. I was like, oh wait, are we? All right. Okay. Okay, all right. We hope you enjoyed that little break. Because <laughs> we did. We did. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> we got up. We did 100 push-ups. Yeah. 17 million pull-ups. Oh, like, but just using our pinky fingers. <laughs> yeah, it was really impressive. Mm-hmm. And then we ate and drank, like, a green smoothie. We did, like, two hours of yoga. Yeah, two hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh, I got a notification from CoStar. App. Ooh! Your day at a glance. I can't wait to look at that after this. Oh, I thought maybe they're gonna be like, "You guys shouted us out. Like, let's sponsor you now. Here's a million dollars. <laughs> we love your podcast. Your FBI agent heard you talking. <laughs> Whatever. Because they're always listening. They're always listening. Always. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. You'll be sorry. Oh, one episode we have to talk about how Tom DeLonge has oh, like a whole alien God. movement. Like we have to talk about that for sure. I love Tom DeLonge. I love him so much. I think he's a genius. He was abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. probed. Yo, in the butthole. In the butthole. <laughs> uh, is Tom DeLonge? Do you think he's a millennial? Um, maybe. Interesting. <laughs> Segways. <laughs> That was a little rocky one. That, yeah, that I like was... I I couldn't make it smooth. I like what you did there though. Thanks. I'm sorry I failed you. Oh, I mean, you can make it up later. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm like we're getting it to that point where it's like, oh, we've had too much caffeine. Oh my god, so so much caffeine. So much coffee. So, speaking of millennials, we're going to do a, a little chit-chat about why millennial women, millennials specifically Millennials mainly, but specifically, this is what I'm trying to say, specifically millennial women are so into astrology. Um, So Pluto was in Scorpio, like we were talking at the beginning of the episode, the planets are in different arcs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, I don't know. They say, like, is that the houses? I don't know. I don't oh, know yeah. what the houses are. I know. I when we were doing our research, I got into the houses and I actually read it and I was like, I still I couldn't even there's tell you so about it. Much. Yeah, there's a lot. So again, we're gonna do a second episode. Yeah. Second, maybe. So like third. comment down below and let us know. <laughs> comment down, comment, like, subscribe. Okay. Um Pluto was in Scorpio. It stays Pluto stays in the same um sign for twelve years. So it was in Scorpio from 1983 to 1995, which most people who are considered millennials have this in common, um, that their Pluto was in Scorpio. Astrologers refer to us, because Taylor and I both fall into that category, (laughs) so I'm going to say us, as Pluto in Scorpio generation. 
Um, Pluto touches all things related to control and the unknown in our lives, and it can dictate how people deal with cooperation as well as their willingness to confront subconscious and internal issues. Scorpio craves constant change, evolution, and discovery. Um, they resist authority figures and confines of any sort since these forces tend to hinder their ability to change. Um, Scorpio seek new and different ways to tackle issues, make their own routines instead of following the pack, which I think rings true for millennials. Yeah. Um, and Pluto is represented as the destroyer planet, uh, which goes hand in hand with Scorpio's penchant for the unconventional. No wonder millennials have been blamed for quote unquote, killing so many so-called fixtures of the American life. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I know, but for real, though. Like, fuck your nuclear family. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't tell me to have babies. I don't need a picket white fence. I don't need a 401k. What is a 401k? I don't know, honestly. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm 30. We're funny. Oh, my God, don't scare me like I'm that. I'm sorry. Okay, um, so the generation of millennials is defined by the internet boom of the 90s. Um, we have a dark sense of humor. Very dark, very nihilistic. <laughs> and we had a bunch of angsty years, sync MySpace, sync My Chemical Romance, fucking Ooh, Bright t- Eyes. Taking Back Sunday. TBS. I'm going to see Taking Back Sunday. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to go. This, next month, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the front door. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut that pipe. Shut that hole in your face. There it is. Molly Brown. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Pluto in Scorpio is inherently rebellious is an inherently rebellious placement. Um but it doesn't mean that we are all edge and no heart. Um people can be very romantic when we want to be, and once we find our passions, we rarely waver from them. Yeah. Um, so further, astrology is perfectly suited for the internet age, which is us. Um, think memes galore. Oh, memes are life. <laughs> and there's a lot of astrology memes now. There's so many astrology pages you can follow on Instagram. Um, and then there's the avail- availability of more in-depth information online, which has given cul- a cultural wave of astrology a certain erudition erudition i have a speech impediment and it's very hard for me to say words sometimes i'm just dumb so it's really hard for me to speak (laughs) (laughs) shit so also people turn to astrology during stressful times um we use astrology as a coping mechanism since 2014 millennials are the most stressed generation according to the american psychological association America as a whole has been more stressed since the 2016 election. Duh. Stress about politics, threat of a nuclear war, climate change, etc. So it's not surprising that there's a rise in people talking and reading and learning about astrology um, if it helps alleviate stress. People find comfort through bigger things during stressful times. Think organized religion. Um, Like whenever you're really stressed or sad about something, you turn to your church yeah, or like you say, a prayer. Exactly. Yeah. So this is, astrology is our organized religion. Yes. Um, many well, and especially for our, like, being millennials, we have so much anxiety and stress. Yeah. And we don't have healthy coping mechanisms. <laughs> so I think that turning to astrology, 
like you said, it just, it, it helps alleviate some stresses. Exactly. Because it's not going to tell you like, oh, well, when you're 47, this is going to happen to you. No, it's just kind of like a basic guideline. Right, right. It's not like it's not going a fortune to a teller. That's what, exactly where I was yeah. going. It's not going to a psychic and being like, this is how your life's going to turn out. Yeah. No, it's just, it's a guideline and it's, yeah. And it's real. It's a, it's a science. <laughs> it is. It's a science. It's a a science. (laughs) Many millennials call themselves spiritual but not religious. Um, Even people who claim not to believe in astrology find solace in reading about their signs and their traits. Millennials spend so much of their lives online, which is in another space that's real and unreal at the same time. Um, So we feel comfort in these places of borderlands between the real and the unreal. Astrology is found more meaningful because it serves as a reminder that things don't have to be real to feel true. And don't we find truth in fiction after all? Yeah. In fairy tales. We are digital natives, and this tends to make us seem narcissistic. Astrology is a navel-gazing obsession, so it makes sense why we're so um, drawn to and enthralled by it. Um, Millennials may be self-obsessed, but that doesn't make us selfish. We've been let down numerous... This is my favorite part about it. (laughs) We've been let down numerous times. Um, We were told growing up that we lived in a post-anti-feminist and post-racist society and that equality had been reached. (gasps) Yep. I exactly, yep. (gasps) Look at the fucking world we live in. It's on fire. It's literally on fire. Yeah. We still experience these complex and jarring social issues daily. You see it in the news. You see it online. There's bullying online. It's insane. Yeah. Um, Then when we speak out, protest, or post online about it, we get fucking called snowflakes or are told to shut up and stop complaining. Which, like, come on. And the people calling us snowflakes, who is it? It's the baby boomers. It's the baby boomers. And the ones older than that. Yeah. So it's our parents and our grandparents. Calling us snowflakes. But, like, look at what we're dealing with. Yeah. And they just don't understand. But then, like, we were talking on our break. Mm-hmm. So how we were saying, I was saying that Pluto was in Scorpio for 12 years. Yeah. That's what makes a generation. Yes. So then we don't know what was before <laughs> the Scorpio. But, like, then what did baby boomers fall under? Yeah. And then we could further the studies of why they are the way that they are and why they're so... Maybe mm-hmm. it was Taurus. <gasps> that would make imagine? sense because their parents beat them so bad. <laughs> Kneel on that ruler. <laughs> lick the soap. Have you ever had to lick a bar of soap? Uh, no, but staying over at a friend's house growing up, her parents were so big about that. And I think that she, we were probably around fifth grade, which you shouldn't be swearing and stuff. But I like, was. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, oh, oh. You suck my dick. <laughs> you suck my dick. No, you... <laughs> um, but she's probably said the word, like, crap. And not, like, at her parents or anything. I think that she just said, like, like oh, crap or something. And I had to stand there and watch as her parents made her bite down on a bar of soap. Oh. And I was like, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. I would never do that to my fucking kids. Are you kidding? My grandpa used to make me lick this bar of soap that had like little beads in it. Oh, it was disgusting. I had a potty mouth. Like my brother Nick. Um, I wanted to be just like him. So he's 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 a, he's a dick. 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 Just kidding, Nick. Love just you. kidding, Nicholas. But yeah, I Definitely was a, a naughty girl. Yeah. So I think um, my, my cousin said, like, my first, like, when I was real little, like, not even understanding what words are, I think I would go around and be like, fuck, fuck, 
fuck, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Shit! Did you ever see that meme that's like, (laughs) no one, Um, and then it says, me, to a five-year-old, say fuck. (laughs) Yes! I die because it's like, I do that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry! um, I'm really going to be a great teacher. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to rear your children. Don't tell your parents, but I'm going to record this for my Snapchat. Everybody say fuck at the same time. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. It's not even funny. Everyone's like, fuck! Fuck you, Miss Bloom! <laughs> they say that anyway, so I don't have to tell them to say that. No, kids are fucking gross now. Sorry. They're, they're naughty. They're very naughty. Like, yeah. I remember growing up, people were, like, getting a little handsy and stuff and maybe, like, seventh grade. Kids are doing shit at, like... Oh, I'm two years old now, I feel. Like, <laughs> calm. You need to calm down. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> You're being way too loud. You're being way too loud. Um, so to wrap it all up, millennials, we were told to work hard and then we'd be rewarded. Yet we graduated into a wrecked economy, enormous debt, and an ever unstable world. Thank you. It's no wonder that we want to trust some deep wisdom within ourselves because we can't trust anybody else. When we feel powerless on earth, we turn to the stars. Oh my god, Isn't that made me get shivers. Quote? Isn't that a beautiful quote? Yes. I love it. Because honestly, like, we think that everything just revolves around this planet and, like, what's we, what we can see ahead of us. Like, exactly. I can see that tree right now out the window, but, like, I can't see Jupiter right. or Mars right now. Right. And, like, there's a whole fucking universe out there. Yeah. We have to remember it's not just our solar system either, like... There's so much more. So much more. Which is why when people are like, I don't believe in aliens, I'm like... How ignorant can you be? Like, it, maybe they're not the type that, like, abduct people and... Right. Like, like, to, the, like, the stereotypical greys or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's life. There's life out elsewhere. there. Elsewhere. Sorry for offending you if you're super religious and don't believe in that. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, so, to offend you, it's, I think it's so fucking funny when people are like, I'm really religious. I believe in God and that, like, Jesus, like, angels came down from the heaven or whatever. But they're like, but aliens don't exist. I'm like, if you believe in people coming down, magical beings coming down from yeah. the heavens, it's fucking aliens. You, I gotta stop. I'm just, I'm a comedian. No. Whatever makes you sleep at night and make you feel safe. Whatever makes you feel safe in your moon sign. Yeah. But you know what? It's just my. Uh, just don't don't be mean to other people as I'm, I'm saying, being I'm fucking mean. <laughs> it's just, you know, with organized religion, you get a lot of people that are like, you don't be gay or whatever. I know. And it's like, just let people fucking be. If they're not harming anybody, let them be. Jesus died for our sins. <laughs> <laughs> and being gay is not a sin. The nails in your hands, the nails in your feet, tell me how much you love me. I've never heard that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with me. You're welcome. And looking into my eyes while you say that. <laughs> I feel really good. Our wow. God is an awesome guy. I don't remember. Oh, I like that one. Yeah? I remember about, that. Um, Jesus loves me the yes, I know. For the Bible, the Bible told me so. Yes. Okay, why are we... I don't know. So here's some fun facts wow. about astrology. We got way off track there. So let's go from Jesus to Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Aren't they the same? Any- oh! <laughs> I'm totally kidding. JK, JK, LOL. <laughs> that was bad. I'm sorry. I've, Dark I've, sense of humor. 
We're Mill- millennials. It's the millennial in me. My Pluto is in Scorpio. <laughs> but uh, anytime that I can talk about, people are going to be like, does she love Hitler? No, I don't love Hitler. But I love talking about Nazis. And Germany. I love talking about <laughs> I Hitler. I don't talk- love Hitler. <laughs> no, terrible fucking guy. Like, Oh, awful. The worst. Shit. But... I just really like talking about it because it's so fucking interesting. It is. It's very so interesting. interesting. My favorite thing to learn about in school was, or in history class, was World War II. Because mm, it's yeah. just like, how did this happen? How did this? Ha- how did this guy exist and sway <coughs> all of these people? Because it's called Father. brainwashing, mind control, and alien technology. That's what they do in Disney World when you go to work in Disney World. They brainwash the fuck out of you. Oh, we're doing a whole episode on that for sure. I have so much on that, and I'm sure you do because you work. I worked there. in Disney World. I was brainwashed. Were, you, mouse. A, were you a princess? No, I wish. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? But getting back to Hitler. So I just have a couple of fun facts. Well, this doesn't have to do with Hitler. But so... <laughs> getting back to Hitler. Getting, the topic of our episode. Grabbing people's attention. They are hanging on by a thread. Let's just call this episode Hitler. Hitler's horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cancel us. Uh, But according to a 1999 study, the word horoscope and astrology are the two most searched topics on the internet. Holy shit. Isn't that really interesting? And that was in 1999. 99. 99. Just in case you didn't hear. That was in 1999. 99. That's I need to stop doing that. I'm sorry. I get a little like, and I think it's funny and I have to remember that it's not funny to other people. Um, It's funny to me. You're always funny. You're always funny. Astrology is considered to be both an art and a science. Astrology is an art because interpretation is needed to bring the different aspects together and formulate an idea of the individual's character traits. However, the mathematical part of astrology is also considered to be a science because it requires understanding of astronomy, which is an actual thing. Like, yeah, some yeah, people yeah. are like, well, astronomy is... You or astrology is not astronomy. Yeah, That's astronomy is fucking real. There's plant... <laughs> Fake Earth or Flat Earth. (laughs) Um, This one I'm not going to read. But okay, so now my favorite part. Astrology was very important to Adolf Hitler. And then it also says, just in case you didn't know, he was the dictator of Nazi Germany. (laughs) What was his sign? That's, oh, he's 420. He's a Taurus. (gasps) Get the fuck out of here. Twenty and a tor- oh, oh, that's funny. How did I not know that? I don't know. How wow, did okay. I not read your uh, But it is fact. thought that the German... Okay, no, it's not thought. There's actually, like, proven... He used to consult with astro- astrologers, like, all throughout the Second World War. What? Like, every little thing he did, he was talking to people that said that they channeled different, like civilizations and different realms, different dimensions, different planets. This guy, like, there's so much to it that people don't understand, like, that they don't know. Yeah. Like, every single move, every, like, plan that he would do, he would consult with different astrologers. Holy shit. Yeah. Because he was, like, you know, everything, like, the stars and the planets and the moon have to be aligned to have, like, this effect or, like, whatever. That's insane. Alien technology, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. Uh, I'm shooketh to I'm the very s- core of my sun sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, damn it, I'm connected to Taurus, which means I'm connected to Hitler. No, you would think I would be like, damn it, but I'm like, yes. 
now I now I get it. Now I get it. Now I understand. That's why I carried around Mein Kampf in high school. And because you were trying to flirt with your teacher. <laughs> Making moves, girl. Making moves. And look how that's worked out for me so far. You could have had a bad bitch. Non-committal. Helped you with your career. Just a little. You're supposed to hold me down. But you holding me back. And that's the sound of me not calling you back. Hey, okay. <laughs> Why, man, great. <laughs> Should we get into our game? Let's get into the game. Let's get into the game. <laughs> so, uh, do you... Okay, well, to get into the game, I have a question. Do you think that people, like, try to conceive on a certain, like date so that way when their baby's born nine months later they want like a gemini yeah like because you definitely want a gemini <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like nope no whammy no whammy no whammy <laughs> no whammy no whammy no whammy no whammy double double, double whammy, whammy. <gasps> the twin the twin we're so stupid so fucking stupid okay um i definitely think that there are people that do that yeah would i do that no yeah, because I wanted to just be like fucking fate, like the stars and the planets and the moons were aligned when exactly. it just was naturally organically happening. Yes. I don't want to control what my kids are, but if we could control what our kids were. I would have a bunch of blonde hair, blue eyed babies. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. <laughs> we okay. Wrong podcast. <laughs> I hope that people know that we're fucking joking. <laughs> I'm the one that keep making the anti-Semitic I know, jokes. but I'm the one who's like, I love talking about Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about Nazis. I love blonde hair, blue eyed babies. <laughs> Thank you. That's me. <laughs> That's why I'm only friends with people with blonde hair and blue eyes. Oh my god, and I just keep Taylor. going and I know that I should stop, but I can't. <laughs> but um I definitely do think that people do that. Mm-hmm. Um but like I said, I wouldn't. Yeah. And you agree with me on that? Yeah. But but if I could control it, I think Yeah, well, if you could control it, if you can control your girl and your boy. Mm-hmm. child you have two kids yeah. one's a girl one's a boy what would you want your girl to be what would you want your boy to be i mean this is no shade don't go like oh she didn't pick my signs like i'm offended uh i just think like you need to calm down you need to calm i need to calm down <laughs> uh i also need to like eat something i'm on like four cups of coffee i'm just like i'm ready to fucking go yeah i need to eat something too I think for a girl, I would want them to be a Virgo because, like you, you're so <laughs> you're very organized and it's very motherly. Virgos are supposed to be like very motherly, very nurturing. Like I'm gonna take care of you, but yeah. we're gonna do it in a very organized way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I had a boy, boy, I think I would want to be an Aquarius, and that's not just to be like because I wanted to be a mini Max. It's well, maybe, but I don't know. Aquarius is they're they're. They're very innovative, they're free thinkers, they're humanitarian, they're just the best people out there. Plus they're aliens, so like, of course I'm gonna have alien babies. Alien babies. (gasps) Alien baby! Baby alien. Baby alien. He's in my room. Oh, I haven't put him on my Snapchat in a long time. Oh, you should. He's definitely an Aquarius. (laughs) (laughs) The root and, uh, sun, moon, and rising. (laughs) (laughs) Triple threat. Triple threat. Triple H. Suck it. Suck it. So if you could control what they were, what would yours be for a boy and girl? So, <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm going to say for a girl, I want a Virgo. Duh. Just because I know how I like my things and I know how when things get disrupted, I'm like, and it like shakes me to my core. Yeah. Um. So like having a Virgo daughter that was also like that. So like my mom's a Virgo. You're welcome. <laughs> 
it took me a while to get to be organized, but like now that I am, you're welcome. I cleaned my whole room today. Um, yeah, and if I had a boy, I would want him to be a Leo, mm. just because I feel like they carry themselves well and they have like a certain confidence and strength about themselves. Yes. Um, and they still come off respectful, whereas like a Taurus might have that strength and that confidence, but it's like. I'm a tacky tour. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any tourist guys listen to us. No, maybe one. <laughs> Bread crumbing. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, I would pick a Leo. Okay. Okay, let's counter this. If you had to avoid <laughs> at all costs having a boy and girl in any sign, what would you not want your boy and girl to be? I feel really bad, but I have to say tour. For both, yeah, boy and girl. Only because I am because because of my like coming from my sign of being a Gemini, I can't handle stubbornness. Okay, because I'm also stubborn too. <laughs> right, but like it's it's really hard because I'm so go with the flow. I'm constantly changing. That being rooted, stuck in something, and being so stubborn about it. Being very oh, stubborn. it grinds my fucking gears. <laughs> That also, I've been let down by way too many tourist men in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so even for girls? Yeah. Okay. I feel bad that we keep ragging on Taurus. I don't. Okay, so if you could control what they were not at all costs, what would they be? Boys, Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> Clean your room. I don't want them all. <laughs> You're the boss of me, bitch. <laughs> I like it the way it is. You can't change it. Fuck you. Get out of my house. <laughs> this playful conversation I'm having with my child, my imaginary child that I may never have. Watch, we're both going to have Tauruses. Oh, that's Boys the universe. It's going to be like, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> oh, you don't want a Taurus? Have, have at it. Um, and that's a true Taurus being like, you didn't want me? Here I am. I'm not going anywhere. Feed me. Feed. Okay. I'm so sorry. For a girl. Yeah. You don't want a Gemini. You I don't. I don't. I know. I, I, no. I chose not to have a Gemini. I understand. A lot of my <laughs> close friends are Geminis. Yeah. Love Geminis. Mm-hmm. I get along very well with Geminis, but to have a daughter that's living in my house that's, like, all over the place, yes. it would give me anxiety. I already have anxiety, and I'd be like, what are they going to do? Like, what are they going to get into? Blah, 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 blah. It would just stress me out. Yeah. Love a good Gemini, and I would love when she grew up mm-hmm. and, like, to have that relationship with her, but as a child... Oh, oh, thinking about it, just... Let me tell you from experience, you don't want one of us. <laughs> one of us. But, but then I also chose... It, I did a little slash action oh. that I wouldn't want a Scorpio female. Okay. Just because Scorpios are, like, very sexual, and it weirds me out to think, like... Oh, that's good. That's that my a good kid thing. has a high sex drive. That's a that's a good thing to have as a parent. Is you don't want your kids to have a high <laughs> I sex drive. I I just really want a Scorpio daughter because I really want her to just be a little slut. You know, <laughs> like give me a Scorpio husband, but not a Scorpio daughter. Give me a Scorpio in the bed, Woo! But... but not coming out of my womb. <laughs> I, you know, what? I hate the word womb. I hate saying the word womb. I hate when people speak the. Isn't it weird? I think that you should just keep saying it with this example. <laughs> Womb, womb, womb. I womb, hate the word womb. womb. Say the word womb. And um, there's another word, but I can't think of it right now. So, yeah, that was a fun game. Yeah. 
so sorry. I'm so, so sorry all, to all the tourists. <laughs> all you bulls out there with your big dicks <laughs> and your big <laughs> appetites. <laughs> They, that's why they have a big appetite. They have to feed their big dicks. Oh, oh, I've, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going down memory lane. Like, stop, 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 stop. I don't stop. think I've hooked up with a Taurus guy. Or, I've never hooked up with a Taurus girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never hooked up with a Taurus man, I don't think. Scorpio, Virgo. I don't know what the other one I don't know. I'm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's just listen. This is since I'm since I'm taking this won't work. But we got Steph. She's gonna go through all of the different zodiacs. No, I meant like you have to do it now. Like you have to sleep with a oh. man in every zodiac, okay. and then we'll bring him on the podcast and we'll talk about. So I needed Aries, Capricorn, Sagittarius, Pisces. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Again, you can catch us on Sundays, our new release date. Ooh, ooh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, fun day. <laughs> so, like, stop whatever you're doing on a Sunday and just listen to our podcast. And then when you don't finish it, listen the next day. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. <laughs> Saturdays, what, what a day. day. Listen to Angel podcast. Um, leave us ratings. Yeah, if you don't mind, so obviously you know you can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, all of those good things. Um, but if you don't mind, like, leaving a rating for us, that actually helps our podcast get into, like, the algorithm. Algorithm. Uh, The algorithm, because it's all mathematical. It's it's science. Um, but that helps us to get, like, seen more to other people who don't know us and show up in people's new, like, feeds or search engines or whatever, so... You know, if you could just be a peach and do that, that would be great. You would be much appreciated. <laughs> so much appreciated. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you found it to resonate with yourself and... And your soul. Your soul and your sun, your moon, your rising. And your stars and your stardust. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you, bye. Peace out. Peace out.